Welcome to Budo, the Way of the Warrior podcast. This podcast is a collection of historical and philosophical references, contemplations, lectures, and exchanges with David M. Valadez, his students, and guests. Podcasts are recorded on the mat at the Sension Center in Southern California and in studio. These podcasts are provided to cultivate the warrior on the way and to add light to their path. So, Giyuaza. Giyu has the connotation of freedom and it implies things that we get close to in our translations in the martial arts like freestyle, live training, live training environments, semi-training environments, even sparring depending on how you do it. So just like all requirements for skill development, because you want to focus in on a particular skill, you're going to govern your practice environment to some extent. That means, for example, let's say in law enforcement, what, what we focus in on might be decision making. We, we want to see your decision making. And in order to force the situation where they have to make a decision, the training environment is set up where a certain spectrum of possible decisions is more likely to be made than something else. And that's entirely different than uh, what you might face in we, what we would call reality or on patrol. So for example, on patrol, your skill at patrol might be a matter of, I don't face those decisions. I worked this environment to such a degree that none of those decisions came up. Whereas in our learning environment, um, we won't let you do that. Okay, so like one scenario we did is we made the trainees stand in an eight foot square environment with nothing else in it and we brought them there with a hood over their head. Yeah, that will never happen in real life, okay? And if someone was telling you, hey, if you go there now, there's gonna be a hood over your head, we're gonna figure out how not to go there now in real life, so I never have a hood in my head, over my head, do you get it? So there's always, you're, you're going to govern your live training environments because you're trying to develop a skill and the way skills are developed right is that they have to be repeatable 
and that means that we're trying to make them observable and if we just let it be like you can do whatever we might not repeat the skill very much we, so we might not observe it very much so we do not know where the room for improvement lies do you get it So right now, your Jiwaza is, we're, we're just looking for some basic assumptions that should be present in Kihonwaza at the beginner level. These are things like clearing the line of attack, understanding the angle of cancellation, where Shikaku is, what center connection is, we can even go a little bit further as you guys are, are progressing. We want to see Musubi. We want to see projection. We want to see that gravity friction, Aiki. But we want to see it now at the speed of life. Which don't mistake that phrase to mean like full speed. It doesn't mean that. It means that it's ever changing, eternally, infinitely dynamic. So you should have these skills and we want to see them but we want to see them dynamically applied. We want that because statically supplied or applied and dynamically supplied or applied, these are entirely different things at the level of our own being. They require entirely different faculties aspects of ourself. For example, somebody who might be very prone to intellectualizing things, analyzing things, Satisfying, satisfying their fears through controlling of the environment might be relatively decent under Kihon Waza training conditions. Uh, that person is going to be terrible under GU Waza conditions because those things that they use to perform under Kihon Waza they are not the things needed to perform in Jiwaza. In fact, those are the exact opposite things. Those are your obstacles to Jiwaza. So we're going to govern our Jiwaza for the levels at which we're at. Design them so they repeat what we want repeated, so we can observe what needs to be observed, so we can fine-tune what needs to be fine-tuned. 
but we're looking for particular aspects of ourselves that almost have nothing to do with jiwaza. Do you guys get that? So let's go into what these aspects are. Well, I gave you a clue already. They are the opposite of what most people use in Kihonwaza. You shouldn't be using them in Kihonwaza either. It's just you can get away with it. Here you tend to get away with it less. First and foremost, because we don't award it. If you know 10 Kihon Waza, I don't have anything for you. I don't give you a rank on it. I don't give you a title on it. I don't even give you senpai status on it. Because for me, that has nothing to do with Budo. So we're not awarded for it. But eventually, because we take a technique and we stick with it all week long, we play with it. We start adapting it, modifying it, applying it someplace else in some way differently than the first time. And you actually are now having all the hang-ups that you see in Jiwaza, they do start to plague you. When I go, hey, hey, that was yesterday's technique. Why don't you join us for class? That's where that's coming from. So eventually, even in Kihomaza, you're going to be exposed. You're not awarded. And in fact, you're chastised some way, even if it's just a verbal reminder you're doing it wrong. But we do this here because that is the art. That is the way. That's the whole concept of Do. that you do something as a practice that is akin to other East Asian concepts of self, the universe, and existence. Sure, over the centuries, people lose track of that and they fetishize the techniques. It's two techniques, just two techniques. That should make sense to you because you're doing it right now. Because that is the human condition. Attachment. To think with and through forms. And to unite 
bond self to form. Yet, it's an ever-changing universe. That seems to be a problem then. And that's what you're seeing here. So sometimes that happens at an institutional level. Big, huge federations with lots of money and big buildings are just doing attachment to form and now the form has made everything. You get your rank according to form. You get your title according to form. You transmit forms. You study forms. You're just doing it at an individual micro level. But like in Kihon Waza, when I say you're doing it wrong, here in Ji Waza, you're doing it wrong. The point is to develop skill at detachment. To recognize the attachment process, to self-correct, And to harmonize with this universal principle, things change, everything is impermanent, nothing lasts. There's really nothing outside of that. Nothing to Budo outside of that. There shouldn't be. There's not here. So whatever successes you think you have, while you cannot do this, demonstrate this, on Fridays or Saturdays, right? Hmm. You need to go back to the drawing board. You're doing it wrong. Here's the kicker. Aside from the attachment process being the human condition, being almost an expected tendency, cultivating and developing ourselves for skill at detachment, for harmonization with impermanence, it takes a lot more out of you. You need to give more. I think that has something to do with all this emphasis on form. It's just easier. You don't have to practice as much if all you're interested in is form. To move beyond form takes way more hours of practicing form. So just in terms of time management, it means something else. But also in terms of personality, it's deeper aspects of yourself that you have to start playing with. It's, it's not so easy to expose our cowardice 
in Kihon Waza, it's extremely easy to expose our cowardice in Ji Waza. Our habit in, in, in following our fears. Our inability to free ourselves from fear. We, you do it all over the place because it's a being thing. It's not a conditional thing. It's a being thing. Just you're in environments where the lens has X magnification or X plus magnification. So sometimes you see it and sometimes you don't when you're out in your world, on the job, in your relationships. It doesn't come up that much. It comes up a little more in Kihon Waza. But it requires some sort of extreme situation. But in Jiwaza, it doesn't take much. Slow, being told what to do, doesn't take away the fear. So it's much more comfortable for people, especially people that want to do and practice escapism. They come to the dojo to escape reality, to escape themselves. It's one more addiction they have in the dopamine cycle. I need a break. I'm too fragile and frail. I'm going to go train. Those people, if they... They, we've had them leave here because they learn really fast. Oh, shit, that's actually the opposite of a break. So it requires more of you and that's harder. Just like it requires more of your time, that's harder. Equally, it requires more of your space. Meaning, you start to realize, damn, I'm being a coward here, right now. Where normally that would be off the mat. And off the mat, I don't have to hold myself to the code, to the way, to the teachings. I'm a good Aikidoka when I put my hakama, my gi on. And then outside of that, I'm actually not a warrior. I am a modern West Coast information highway materialistic junkie. We've had that too. We've had people go, hey, hey, I don't want this stuff following me off the mat. And again, 
The problem is, you are what you mostly are. So when you come back to Giyawaza and you're spending 12 hours a day in that other person, yeah, you're not going to be this enlightened being on the mat in Giyawaza training. You're going to be that person. Fear-attached, self-attached, reactive, stuck in form. Victim who needs mercy, frail, fragile person. Not in control. Everything's happening to them. So that's harder. But again, that's the point. If you come to Jiwaza and you're not performing, go back to the drawing board. It's going to take more work. To put it simply. So I'm getting really, really tired. I'm muscling. I am not in communion with Ukye. I am fighting Ukye, so I have to push. Well, if I'm pushing, go back to the basics. My my is wrong. I'm too close. If I'm pulling, I'm too far away. If I'm pushing or pulling, I'm too late and I'm too early. Your my is wrong. Go to Kihon Waza and figure it out. Don't figure out Ikkyo or Nikkyo or Sankyo. Figure out my. I don't know how to project. I keep bracing. My feet keep getting stuck on the mat. I cannot enter. You have countless beginner drills, but you're not doing them. They're on video. You can look at them. They will get you in the ballpark. I'm getting beat up out here. Your center's disconnected. It's broken. You don't use it. You have a mushy tummy. There's no expansion internally in your torso. There's no connection between the extremities of your body, your head, your hands, your feet. They all just flap around this mushy sludge. have to learn to lock it out. We have beginner drills for that too. They're also on video. So what do you deduce? Ah, I have the information. That's not my problem. My problem is I'm not doing the work. 
you have to do the work. Every time you come to a Jiwaza and you're just getting, yeah, I'm getting constantly commented upon, I'm not getting it, or you see you're not getting it, or an Uke is exposing you for not getting it, back to the drawing board, back to work. You need to leave Jiwaza knowing you need more work, and then you have to do it. And the mistake is you don't. You just keep coasting at this. I do five days a week. Well, five days a week is not cutting it for you. You've just been told. Your five days a week is not cutting it for you. You have to do what it takes. No, I don't do what it takes. I do what I want. Oh, that's weird. There's that self-attachment again. In the doing what it takes, you're doing jiwaza again because you're practicing self-detachment. This is what a seeker does, observes, works, improves. Anytime you step out of that, you're not a seeker. And every time you're not a seeker, but present yourself to yourself as one, You've, you have doomed yourself. That's the nail in the coffin. We don't care about how we think about ourselves. We just care about the work. What's the work? I get to it. That's it. So a lot of people could use work on center connection, center utilization. A lot of people can use work on acceptance. A lot of people can use work on courage, on ground path, on Kazushi, the X pattern of Kazushi. timing, and, and also just knowing certain basics. I think that's one of the easiest things. Wow, I can't quite remember how that lateral vascular neck restraint went. Why don't you ask somebody, senpai to you, after class, how do you do it? I, I, I lost it. So. Some of you lost that technique last week. 
And in all of that week, you didn't figure it out and you came back and you didn't have it again this week. That's just unheard of for a seeker. But for a non-seeker, that's par for the course. Any questions, comments on the talk or the class? Okay, let's go. This concludes this episode of Budo, the Way of the Warrior podcast. For more information, please visit sentiencenter.com, S-E-N-S-H-I-N-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. Or find us at Facebook at Sension Center and on our YouTube channel at Sension One. Thank you for listening.